Drive home live and local with Nate Shellman this afternoon at 3. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris live and local on News Talk KBOI. Well, good morning and welcome to a Friday. Or as we like to call it, the best day of the week <laughs> times two. Because, number one, it's Friday, last day of the work week mm-hmm. for most people. Can you hear and, me, by the way? Uh, no, he can't hear. No. Uh, Chris needs to go just I, a tad bit I louder, I think. I can't hear myself think. at all. Um, we are live from the Hometown Breakfast Deja Brew Bistro. And if you're thinking, well, gosh, that sounds like place... Similar to where they've been before, Deja Brew Laffa Latte. No, Deja Brew Laffa Latte, um, same place, they just have a new name. Yeah. And part of the reason uh, for the new name is because of their expanding dinner times, uh, their expanded dinner menu. Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday right now, they are open up till 9 o'clock. So this is a place now that you can come and have dinner. That's something new for Deja Brew Bistro, because before this, they uh, closed in the afternoon, had breakfast and lunch, but now, uh, beginning right now anyway, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, they hope to be expanding very soon uh, to be offering dinner all nights a week. They've got some great uh, dinner possibilities, too. Uh, Burgers, and there are salads, and uh, let's see, fettuccine Alfredo, tacos, y amigos, all sorts of uh, really good stuff. And uh, apparently they have a, a new chef, here that is putting has put together the menu so um that's kind of good working on the new breakfast lunch menu and of course like i said the all new dinner menu one of the most amazing patios uh, i believe in all of downtown meridian mm-hmm. it, it's it's wonderful I, I, it's of course behind me but yes. I, I, I love it um and by the way um what was our temperature this morning 55? 55 i mean it's no wind or anything like that so it's really nice to sit out there on the patio as, if you uh, want to this morning as yogi berra used to say it's beautiful out there not a breath of air um, if you're wanting to plug into your GPS, it's at uh, North Main Street and East Idaho Avenue. Mm-hmm. So you can plug that in. Right here in the, in the plaza. So hopefully we'll see you here this morning. Uh, another reason why you might want to stop by, coming up there is an amazing concert tonight, if you would uh, like to go. And this is going to be just an absolutely beautiful night for an outdoor concert once again. Um, Jackson's Country Stomp's going on at the Idaho Ford Center, the outdoor amphitheater. Yes, it is an outdoor concert, um, but daytime highs today are supposed to be uh, about 85. So by the time that concert starts tonight, you're going to be looking at temperatures probably in the low 80s um, and during the entire concert, 70s. So this is a perfect uh, weather day for an outdoor concert. And if you would like to get your Jackson Country Stomp tickets, um, I... Uh, the, the price is right? I, I, I was... Okay, I stole <laughs> a bunch of them yesterday before I left the building. Like, I, I stole... You, you can see that oh, whole stack a, of tickets. That is a stack. Um, basically, um, we're going to blow these up because this is the final chance you will have to get free tickets. After this, you'll have to purchase your ticket at ictickets.com. But this morning, your final chance to win your free tickets, we're blowing them out while they last. So if you want free tickets, this is a place that you'll be picking them up today. Just get into um, our hometown breakfast. Once again, broadcasting live all morning long um, from the uh, Deja Brew Bistro in Mm -hmm. uh, the center of downtown Meridian. Now, keep in mind, they don't open until 7. Well, that gives you about... 
<laughs> 49 minutes from this point. Yeah, so they'll open for 7 for breakfast, but after that, we'll be here for three hours. And uh, anybody who wants tickets, you just have to come in and say, hey, I heard you and Chris talking about that uh, country country concert tonight. Mm-hmm. There, can I have some of them tickets? And we'll go, yes, mm-hmm. you may. Unless you're talking to me, in which case, say you and Mike. You uh, get Russell Dickerson, special guest Lauren Elena, L.V. Shane, and Jackson Dean. Those are the artists that are going to be at the Ford Idaho Center tonight. So it'll be a great country concert, great night to enjoy it. So if you're looking to uh, get out and do that, we've got those for you. It is also Open Phones Friday. So um, in addition to uh, all the subjects we'll be talking about today, We'll talk about anything you want to talk about, because Friday, it is about you. It doesn't have to be necessarily a subject that we're talking about. However, if you want to talk about the uh, new Supreme Court ruling that uh, struck down the New York gun law, concealed carry permit uh, gun law, you, you can talk about that. If you want to talk about we had two major decisions yesterday um, on, on gun laws. Uh, you have the Supreme Court decision. And then you have the Senate that last night passed mm-hmm. their bipartisan bill. It is expected to easily pass the House um, probably today. They're going to get to that today, and then it will go to the uh, president's desk. And exactly. basically he said, hurry the hell up so I can sign this thing. So all this could be done uh, as soon as possibly today, but probably no later than Monday. Kind of strange in the Supreme Court. They basically ruled that Manhattan, you know, New York City, is no different than any, any other place. Yeah. And I'm thinking, oh, well, then you haven't been there. <laughs> but they have been there. It is. It is one of the, I do know one thing, it is one of the few places that smell like, like urine. Uh, yeah, especially if you go, say, like right now in June. Yeah. Oh, the, the strong people, smell of yeah, urine are, in that city is people amazing. People are always like, oh, I like New York in June. <laughs> I've been to New York in June, and no. I sweat a lot uh, because it was 95 degrees and 95% humidity. Yeah. And like I, like I said, it, it, in Manhattan, downtown Manhattan, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I tell everybody to visit, you know, because it's unique it's, and it's, everything. But It's man, historical, I mean, and it's a fun place to be. Yeah. That and uh, New Orleans, both... Um, the strong no. smell of, of, of urine in those cities. Mm. And the reason is because they don't allow you to come in and use their bathrooms. And when you have to relieve yourself, you got to go, you got to go. S- somebody told me years ago New Orleans smelled like, I, I won't say the actual word, but it starts with dog. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> there are places in that city. Yeah. Because once again, for the same reason, you know, they don't want, you have a large crowd of people and people, you know, don't don't want people coming into their business and using their facilities without buying anything. So they're like, nope, sorry. And like I mentioned, when you got to go, you got to go. <laughs> Open phones Friday, by the they, way. Yeah, they need to get some porta-potties in that, in that town. <laughs> Brought to you by Fast Eddie's in Meridian on Eagle Road. Get in today. Uh, for those of you who might be uh, heading out of town this weekend, do a little camping or whatever, you're looking to save some money on gas. I think everybody right now is looking to save some money on gas. Filled up again yesterday, mm-hmm. $91 again. That's good news because that, that's was the it, second time in a row that gas what, prices hasn't gone up. What was it per gallon where you went? Was it, it was 523 the places I was passing this morning. 520. 520. Okay. Yeah, I specifically went there because I knew the places, like you said, mm-hmm. just now that were 523. And I go, oh, this one's only 520. I better stop here because well, it's actually 524 because it's 523.9. We've discussed Nine. that before. The, the, as expensive as gas is right now, if somebody says, hey, you can save a few cents if you go to Mountain Home, we go, okay. <laughs> um, it doesn't look like no sense we're going to um, get a gas tax holiday. Um, it, it definitely faces an uphill battle 
because it is something that Biden asked for yesterday. But um, in Congress, it faces an uphill battle because even Democrats don't think it's a good idea. It uh, faces an uphill battle because the Senate already said they're not going to do it. Yeah. So um, when you I mean, to get it passed uh, through the Senate, which is, you know, where this thing would would start when you have even one Democrat that says, nah, I don't think I agree with this particular thing. It's not going to pass. But when you have uh, a dozen or so saying this is not a good idea, pretty much dead on arrival, even though you have a Democratic president. I mean, lowering gas prices for any reason is a nice thought, but so far that's all it is. Yeah, Um, and it wouldn't... We talked about this earlier, and we'll talk more about it this morning. Um, It wouldn't save a a whole lot of money uh, over a three-month period. The average person would save uh, between $40 and $60 not a month over the entire three-month period, yet it costs the uh, United States $10 billion that, you know, would take away from road construction and infrastructure. KBY Newstime, 615. Let's get our first check on what's going on uh, with sports this morning with Rick Worthington. Not sure if he's going to talk about the A's um, Mariners game, which was kind of interesting yesterday. Um, but it is brought to you by Fat Guys Fresh Deli and Meridian. Place to go for lunch or dinner every day, Monday through Saturday. They open up at 1030. Today, of course, is clam chowder day. The best clam chowder you're going to find anywhere. Good morning. Let's catch you up on some Boise State recruiting news. Boise State football team has usually found quite a bit of success out of Texas in recruiting. And the Broncos may have found another big playmaker from the Lone Star State. Uh, Jim Brez, Breezy Dunbar, a 2023 three-star running back from Anna, Texas, verbally committed to Boise State on Tuesday. The Boise State football team landing its second verbal commitment in as many days when wide receiver Jackson Greer joined the Broncos. Boise State offered Greer a scholarship back on June 14th. He visited campus over the weekend, apparently left impressed. The six foot, 175-pound wide receiver comes from a football family as well. His father, Chris, has been the GM for the Miami Dolphins since 2016. Franklin Johnson Jr. also played wide receiver, safety, and cornerback last season. He also plans to begin his college career at Boise State, where he calls his natural position, which is corner. He announced his verbal commitment to Boise State on Twitter on Thursday. He is now the sixth pledge to the Broncos' 2023 recruiting class and the second to come out of Texas over the past couple of days, along with the running back we told you about as well. I'm Rick Worthington. For your Google Play, simply say, Hey Google, play 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 623, uh, he's Chris, I'm Casper. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. If you want to uh, participate in the show, and yes, we always encourage that type of thing here, especially on a Friday, because it is Open Phones Friday, brought to you by Fast Eddie's in Meridian. We're broadcasting live today, uh, Hometown Breakfast, brought to you by Cloverdale Plumbing. This will be our final one um, for a little while. We take a break during the uh, summertime to allow Nate to uh, head out and, uh, you know, to various bars and, and cafes across to, the Treasure uh, Valley and party to, himself. To, to consume, as it were. Kind of, yeah. Um, so we'll be here 
um, till 10 o'clock this morning. I invite you to join us. They'll open up for breakfast at 7 o'clock. Once again, if you have never been here, do yourself a favor. Come on down and uh, check it out. North Main Street and East Idaho Avenue in the heart of downtown Boise. Um, and like I said, they open up at 7 o'clock. You want to be the first to get in here. We have a whole bunch of Jackson Country Stomp tickets. All right? I, I was able to procure a large stack of them when i left the building yesterday so we'll have those mm -hmm. here while they last anybody this is your you, final um, chance to get your free tickets if you want to go to the concert tonight after 10 you're gonna to have to purchase them you procured those in the way that willie sutton used to procure money mm, yeah kind of kind of like that um but you know i don't think nate's listening to us right now so <laughs> he may be a little surprised later this afternoon he goes hey where'd those tickets go well, they, they went to the show, actually, <laughs> with people. Uh, um, wasn't, wasn't the direct route, but it got there. Another thing I want to uh, talk about, and, and I know this has to go do with golf, um, but I'm, I'm very interested to find out later today how people feel about Live Golf. And I don't know if you've seen the latest name who has um, said that they are <clears throat> going to be playing on mm -hmm. the Live Golf Tour. And, and why this is big is because... It competes with the PGA. Well, not just competes, but the PGA has kicked everybody off the PGA who yeah. has uh, said that they're going to play in the tour, which is, in the first part to me, is just weird. I, now, granted, I get it that PGA is trying to protect their own, you know, their own tour and, and money and whatever, but it's, it's weird in the fact that these players have all, you know, a lot of them have played on other tours already the mm -hmm. european tour, tour they played in japan they played in saudi arabia before and this the live tour is backed by uh, a saudi arabia company um it's interesting to me that they're saying okay if you are, are going to play on the live tour then you don't get to play any of our pga tour events you'll, that, you'll be kicked off that that is unusual generally people like for instance tiger woods his entire career he didn't play every week, every weekend. He, mm. play, he played in selected tournaments and then all the majors. Which, by the way, he, I'm glad you brought him up. Tiger Woods has played on the Saudi Arabia tour. They've, they've paid him $20 million to come to Saudi Arabia and play on their tour. Before. He yeah. was never kicked off. Now, granted, well, there you, wasn't you, a live you know tour why, going on but, at the time. But you know why guys go there is... Well, well, money, money, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, and that's why they're going here. But um, it's amazing. L listen to the names that have agreed, uh, and I know if you're probably not into golf, you're not going to mention these. But Dustin Johnson, Phil, oh, yeah. Phil Mickelson, both big winners, Brian DeChambeau, Patrick Reed, and now Brooks Kepka said yeah. he said he is going to play. Brooks Kepka has won four majors over the last five years mm -hmm. you're talking if, if you put a list of the 20 biggest names in pga right now that these these all would fall into the 20 biggest names and pga is saying well you guess what you're not going to be playing do you remember back like 1974 75 when the, the world football league exi existed mm -hmm. and then there was a world hockey association and for a while and people would jump ship from the NFL and the NHL because the other league would offer them more money. That's how the, uh, the ABA started, too, the American Basketball Association that was competing with the NBA. They got stars to sign with them because they said, hey, let's, let's, you know, let's, shell, out a right. few, let's shell out a few million for this guy. Colin Morikawa and uh, Abraham Answer, two other names. Now, not quite as big a name, but Colin Morikawa has been playing very well in the PGA, um, rumored to also be joining. So you're talking, I don't know what the PGA is going to do if they start losing all their, all their big names. And, and once again, it is for money because um, there's reports, for instance, that um, Phil Mickelson, who was one of the first players to say they were going to play, is getting paid $200 million. 
And people are like, oh, my God, you're giving up legacy for, for cash. And it's like, it's $200 million. million. <laughs> you, you worry about your family and your own life first, and, okay, other than your legacy. Here's, here's the conversation. Somebody goes to you, what's your legacy worth? $200 million. <laughs> and that's guaranteed money. They get money on top of Good grief. if they win the tournament or place high in the tournament. That's, that's just the play. They're getting paid that much money. So uh, I'm just curious your thoughts on, on that this morning. If you'd like to weigh in, 208-336-3700. KBOI Newstime is 628. The Great One, Mark Levin, tonight at 7. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Live and local this morning in Meridian. We are broadcasting uh, live from Deja Brew Bistro, heart of uh, downtown Meridian this morning. North Main Street and East Idaho Avenue. If you want to come on out and join us for breakfast, they open up here. Uh, on the way in just about 19 minutes. Uh, hopefully we will see you here. Don't forget we have Jackson Country Stomp tickets we'll be giving away. Today kind of is um, Deja Brew Day because we're here broadcasting live for the Hometown Breakfast brought to you by Cloverdale Plumbing. At 9 o'clock this morning, the Hometown Breakfast sweet deal goes on sale. $50 gift certificate, half price, only 25 bucks. Those will go fast. Uh, get, once again, KBOI.com at 9 o'clock sharp to get in on that. And then uh, we also have a $50 gift certificate we're giving away for free today. One more time for our Casper and Chris Damn Near Impossible question, which we'll give to you coming up here in about 10 minutes to start working on. Um, ahead of the, uh, I guess, it going into next week, uh, today is going to be beautiful. We're going to be mid-80s today and tomorrow, but by Monday we're looking at temperatures um, above 100. Some places expecting here in the Treasure Valley about 102 degrees. Um, and this is just fair warning. Which is still be- it's, yeah, it's still beautiful if you're, you know, a lizard. <laughs> uh, I bring this up because um, a woman's church group tried to hike up a mountain in Phoenix yesterday to get closer to God, they said. And they, it did, almost worked. Did he even make it? It almost worked. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, they needed to be rescued because it was 106 degrees and the heat got to them. Um, luckily, they all survived. But like I said, it, it came very close. They wanted to get closer to God, and they almost did. Take a listen. We praise, we worship, we do different activities that are not only test our physical, but they test our spiritual as well. I started getting like really, really dizzy, and then after that it was like, no, we can't do this. When I tell you I barely made it down, I had an episode in the car, almost passed out, it was a lot. God was definitely with us. We said that too, we're up there on the side of the road and we're thinking, if they didn't call, I don't know what would happen. We was not going to make it. Okay. So what, they were climbing up a mountain. I guess it shouldn't be funny, but it is. They were climbing up a mountain, uh, and did any of them make it to the higher elevation? Because why was no. it 106? No. Okay. No, they did not make it. Um, so they said they were, like I said, they were doing it to get closer to God. They didn't make it to the elevation that they were hoping to because uh, before they got there, God almost said, hey, if you're going to yeah. be this dumb, then... Uh, I'll just take you now. Wow. Uh, anyway, I give that as fair warning because, like I said, temperatures here on uh, Monday uh, should be uh, around 102 so if degrees. You have, so if you have plans to climb a mountain with your women's group, you may want to think twice about it. <laughs> find some shade. Might be a good day uh, for you on Monday to um, find some maybe cool water. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, though, and once again, we had the story yesterday of uh, people having to be rescued on the Boise River, even though it's going to be hot. The water is extremely fast right now. It's still extremely cold. So even though, um, you know, the temperature on Monday is going to be 102 degrees, 
the, the water is still only about 40 degrees because it's coming from the bottom of Lucky Peak. Right. It doesn't come from the top. It comes from the bottom when they use that water. As usual, you should wait to float the river yes. until the... Uh, the officials tell you that it's okay. They'll give you an official okie dokie. Then mm-hmm. you can grab your, your inner tube and your raft and say, all right, well, yeah, let's go cool down. One of the ways you'll know is the bus will be running. Otherwise, um, stick your feet in it and stay out of the river. KBY Newstime, 645. Time for another check on what's going on with sports this morning. Brought to you by Fat Guys Fresh Deli. Two locations for you now with a third coming soon, 2023. Canyon County could be coming your way early 2023. Right now, though, you can get into East Boise and in Meridian, uh, just off Wells Avenue. Fat Guys Fresh Deli. Let's give you some baseball. The A's and the Mariners playing a matinee yesterday. And the A's trying to stop a two-game losing streak. Let's hand her a backward glance. They lead from first and second. The pitch to Bethicourt is a ground ball. And through into left field for a base hit. Noises around third. Here's a throw to the plate. And it's not going to be in time. And the A's take a one nothing lead. And the A's were looking pretty good. Headed into the ninth inning with a one nothing lead. And Frankie Montas had a no-hit game going. But in the ninth, the A's couldn't keep it together. Puck ready the stretch. Delivers, and it's way outside. The ball gets on by Bethencourt. Here comes Dylan Moore. He scores. The ball gets on by Puck. We've got a tie game. One to one here in the top of the ninth inning on a wild pitch from A.J. Puck all the way to the backstop. Dylan Moore is scoring easily from third, and the Mariners have tied it up at one to one here in the top of the ninth inning without a base hit. (laughs) And the A's would go on to lose in the worst possible way. The set by Puck and the 3-2 to Toro. And it's low and inside. And the ball gets on by Bethancourt again. Holy smokes. Here comes Winker on to score. On ball four and a wild pitch. And the Mariners lead Oakland 2-1 to here in the wild, wild top of the ninth inning. Ball four to Toro. Got up by Bethancourt again. Jesse Winker scoring from third base easily two runs are in without a base hit the mariners have runners on it first and third holy smokes what a ball game that's the call on kiro cairo radio and the mariners would go on to beat the a's by a score of two to one they sweep the series and they are headed to anaheim to take on the angels this weekend i'm rick worthington Night 10, it's Michael Knowles. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. New York State uh, required people who wanted to carry a firearm concealed outside the home to show proper cause, which the state defined as a special need different from ordinary citizens for self-defense. Today, the Supreme Court says that's not good enough under the Second Amendment, that the Second Amendment presumes uh, the right to carry, keep and bear arms is the language in the Constitution. And in this case, the Supreme Court says that bear arms means the right to carry. So that was just one of the um, gun laws yesterday uh, that came down. You had uh, the Supreme Court there um, weighing in on uh, the New York law, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, you also had the bipartisan bill um, brought forward in the uh, Senate last night um, that was passed by the Senate will now head to the House, and they're expecting that vote to happen later today. Um, Republican leadership in the House are basically saying, 
you know, not to vote no, telling the Republicans to vote no on that. However, it doesn't matter because there are more than enough Democrats to uh, carry that vote in the House because it just has to pass by a simple majority right. um, in, the, in the House. Um, 64-34 uh, is what the uh, vote passed with in the Senate. So they had plenty of Republican support to uh, get to pass that bill. So. Yes, they did. Um, I wanted to... Uh, because of this, the, the the bill to uh, the Supreme Court overturned had to do with a New York case. I wanted to uh, give New York Governor uh, Hochul let you hear what she had to say yesterday. There were a couple there, there were a couple things in this uh, particular clip we're going to play here. I want you to pay attention to um, that I found very interesting. Um, let's just say she was not happy. Hmm. <laughs> at, at, at the ruling? At the, at the ruling. She was not happy with it. Um, but this is New York Governor Hochul once again talking about the Supreme Court um, and their decision in that. Take a listen. Today the Supreme Court struck down a New York law that limits who can carry concealed weapons. Does everyone understand what a concealed weapon means? That you have no forewarning. That someone can hide a weapon on them and go into our subways Go into our grocery stores, like stores up in Buffalo, New York, where I'm from. Go into a school in Parkland or Uvalde. This could place millions of New Yorkers in harm's way. And this is at a time when we're still mourning the loss of lives, as I just mentioned. This decision isn't just reckless, it's reprehensible. It's not what New Yorkers want. And we should have the right of determination of what we want to do in terms of our gun laws in our state. If the federal government will not have sweeping laws to protect us, then our states and our governors have a moral responsibility to do what we can and have laws that protect our citizens because of what is going on, the insanity of the gun culture that has now possessed everyone all the way up to even to the Supreme Court. The law we're talking about has been in place since the early 1900s. And now to have our ability to determine who is eligible for a concealed carry permit. This is not an ordinary permit. This is a special use that you can hide it from people. We have limitations if it's for a proper cause. Someone who's been threatened, someone who needs it for their job as a security guard. We have classifications where it is allowed and have been allowed for over 100 years. But we do not need people entering our subways, our restaurants, our movie theaters with concealed weapons. We don't need more guns on our streets. We're already dealing with a major gun violence crisis. We don't need to add more fuel to this fire. But I will tell New Yorkers. couple of things that I found interesting in this. Number one, um, she specifically mentions, by the way, that's New York Governor uh, Hochul yesterday after the Supreme Court ruling talking about that. She, she specifically mentions, you know, this will allow more gun violence in like what happened in the store in Buffalo, New York. Um, it, it struck me as a little bit interesting in the fact that the law that was on the books you know, that was overturned by the Supreme Court yeah. didn't stop the gunman in Buffalo. So, no, it didn't. Yeah, so mentioning Buffalo, it's like, well, the law didn't stop the gunman in Buffalo, so what are you talking about? It, it, didn't, it didn't stop. And, and they would, of course, argue that any of the victims in Buffalo, had they been, you know, packing, 
that perhaps things would have turned out differently. Could have possibly turned out differently. Uh, the other thing that I uh, found interesting, and I, I only find it interesting because of another decision by the Supreme Court that could come down as soon as this morning, um, that she said that states should control what they want to do in their own state when it comes to the laws. Is she going to say the same thing when Roe versus Wade gets overturned as is expected uh, because of the leak we had earlier? That decision could be coming down as soon as today. Would she say the same thing about that particular law also? Because she's very pro-choice. Uh, the state is pro-choice. Mm-hmm. But if the Roe versus Wade is overturned... In New York, it probably won't uh, It, w- it won't matter much. in New York. Yeah, in New York, they will still vote to... Right to uh, be pro-choice, or right. they'll, they'll vote to continue abortions. But is she going to say the same thing for all the other states who don't want to be pro-choice? Is she going to say, no, it's perfectly, it should be returned to the states? Probably not. The, the abortion issue is going to end up remaining a state's issue. Right. Or it's going to go back to being a state's right. issue. Right, And the uh, gun is going, guns are going to remain a federal issue. Right. So, um, I don't know, I just, I, a couple of things interesting in, in, in her conversation Yesterday, but you could you could definitely tell she was not happy about yeah. the. Uh, <laughs> the I don't know her, but she seems less than pleased. <laughs> yes, your thoughts two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred pound six seventy on your Verizon wireless. Um, once again, as, as mentioned, the Roe versus Wade decision um, could come as soon as today. I don't want to, you know, make decisions for the Supreme Court. We've been waiting on it for since it leaked over a month ago. <laughs> Um, it could come today, or they could wait until next week because, um, you know, they don't go officially on vacation until mm-hmm. the end of June. So, um, But there is some thought that it might come down a little bit later this morning. We'll keep an eye on that for you. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Coming up next, we'll talk about your money. Dow looks like it's going to be starting in the green again this morning. It's been a good week. Last final week, looking like uh, next week might, if we can continue on this, maybe we can make it so that it isn't the worst first six months of the year since the 1970s. But uh, we'll talk with Jeremiah Bates coming up here. I wish wish that every time the stock market goes up or the Dow goes up, I didn't have this feeling. I've had it the last two or three years. I have this feeling. What are they setting us up for? (laughs) Um, We'll get to that coming up here next. We're live once again. Deja Brew Bistro. Already giving away a pair of our tickets to the Jackson Country Stomp this morning. Mm -hmm. We've got a lot of them. If you want to come on in for breakfast, all you have to do is uh, say you heard it on uh, KBOI, and we'll give you tickets to tonight's Jackson Country Stomp outdoor uh, amphitheater at the Ford Idaho Center. Come on in and join us once again. We're in downtown Meridian at uh, Deja Brew Bistro. It's uh, 7.15. Time for another check on what's going on with sports this morning. With Rick Worthington, it's brought to you by Fat Guys Fresh Deli, Meridian, and East Boise. Get in today for lunch or dinner. It is clam chowder day. Some of the best clam chowder you're going to find. You can team that up with a sandwich, a wrap, or a salad, and you got yourself a fantastic meal. Last night was a big night for basketball fans. The NBA draft was last night, and the first pick overall went to the Orlando Magic. With the first pick in the 2022 NBA draft, the Orlando Magic select Paolo Bancaro from Duke University. Bancaro joins a number of other Duke players who have gone number one overall. I think I was kind of waiting for the young man from Gonzaga to be taken number one overall. Instead, he went number two overall. With the second pick in the 2022 NBA draft, the Oklahoma City Thunder select Chet Holmgren from Gonzaga University. 
Now, Holmgren, as you may know, is a seven footer with a wingspan of seven foot six, and he doesn't play center. He's more of a perimeter player, and he was one of the big reasons why Gonzaga was so successful last season. So once again, you had Paolo going number one overall to the Magic, and then Holmgren overall number two to the Thunder. I'm Rick Worthington. Time for the Morning Market Report. Powered by CapEd Credit Union. Keeping you informed about your money before the market opens. Sponsored by Tree City Advisors. On News Talk, KBOI, Boise. Man, I don't, I don't, I don't know what's happening. I hate to even talk about it for uh, fear that I might jinx it, but it looking like the stock market might be opening up in the green territory this morning. Uh, what are we up, Nathaniel? Are we still up over 200? So, yeah, we're just, uh, we're just up over 200, yep. Yeah, Jeremiah Bates with us this morning. Um, we, it's looking good right now, about seven minutes ahead of the opening. Um, however, um, we could see some volatility today because of something that is happening in the market, correct? Yeah, so today's an interesting day historically because, I mean, we... Well, most most investors, most people are aware of the three major U.S. indexes that you hear me call out a lot. The S&P 500, the Dow, Jones, and the NASDAQ. Well, you also have what's called the Russell indexes, which are primarily a representation of smaller U.S. companies. So you have the Russell 1000, the Russell 2000, the Russell 3000. And generally, this is considered to be a, a barometer of financial performance for small U.S. companies. Well, today, these Russell indexes are likely to make waves because they're changing how the companies in those indexes are weighted. Now, much like the S&P 500, now think of uh, the list. It's just a list of U.S. companies that rank them from the largest to the largest of the 500 to the smallest of the 500 based on the amount of shares that are out there versus the share price. So that's why you have Apple, you have Amazon, you have these giant companies that are weighted much higher in the S&P 500. Well, these Russell indexes act the same. So with all the recent price changes that we've seen, think of your Netflix, think of your PayPal, think of Meta, which is formerly Facebook, their values have dropped significantly. So their weightings, their ranking in these indexes need to change. Okay, so why is this important for the market? Because you have $12 trillion of investor assets that are benchmarked to these Russell indexes. So when you see a big shuffle like this in the indexes, all of these mutual funds, exchange-traded funds, or large, large investors on Wall Street, they want to keep their list in line with what the Russell index is showing. So when you have these big changes, when you have companies being added, removed, or re-ranked within these lists, these fund managers have to buy and sell. So if you see Netflix and PayPal move from the Russell 1000 growth index to the Russell 1000 value index, you're going to see a lot of shares change hands uh, between Netflix and PayPal because these fund managers got to do some selling and they got to be and they got to do some buying. So this they call it reconstitution. So this generally coincides with one of the highest trading volume days in the year, which will likely happen towards the back half of the trading session. So not only have we had volume 
volatility going into this year with concerns around interest rates and all that, you're going to get another bug likely thrown in the mix with this big reshuffling of these Russell indexes. Think of it like if you went to the grocery store and you're used to all the items being in a certain place. You show up the next day and the cereal aisle is on the completely left side where the vegetable aisle was. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of confusion and people kind of running around, bumping into each other. That could likely happen in the market today. I, I see where uh, FedEx... Uh, gave their quarterly report, and it was apparently mixed. Why aren't they making a mint of money right now? <laughs> well, I mean, they're dealing with issues, too. Um, you got to think of all the logistics that are happening right now for for logistics companies, the headwinds that they're dealing with. I mean, you got high gas prices. You have fears of an economy slowing down. So while FedEx should, I mean, they're, they're a player, I mean, player gen- generally more of a defensive stock, I guess you could say. This company's still dealing with issues around all the supply chain and inflation issues that all these other companies are realizing. So if people start to slow down money, they're not buying as much from Amazon. You don't have as much shipping going through. That would likely affect their forward-looking guidance. Can somebody please tell my wife that? <laughs> No, and it's gas prices, every, too. I mean, Every day I come home and there's a new way. package sitting on my if, staff. If you can't, we're not going to. Oh, there's no better feeling than getting a new package, though, even if you already know it, what you're getting. It never has just, my name oh. on it. <laughs> but then you got to get rid of the box and all that. that that's, a, that's a side I'm not a big fan of. All right, Jeremiah. Uh, looks like we're going to be opening uh, in the green coming up here, at least on the Dow, up over 200 points uh, just a few minutes away. We'll get another update from you. Um, and then uh, Chris will talk to you uh, next Monday. I'm off next week. Um, but anyway, have yourself a great weekend. Thanks, gentlemen. Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Looking for a fantastic way to start your Friday. Um, I can't think of a better way than coming in and joining us today at Deja Brew Bistro uh, in downtown Meridian. Come on in and join us for breakfast, um, stay for lunch, maybe come back for dinner. Um, They do now serve dinner. That's something new. Three nights a week, starting out um, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday right now is when they serve dinner. They're open up until 9 o'clock, an all-new dinner menu. They have a new chef. I have a couple of new partnerships we need to tell you about, too. Uh, Alchemist Coffee Roasters. So they have some fantastic uh, new flavors of coffee. They also have uh, the Gelato Shop, so fresh-made local gelato. These are all local mm. uh, businesses that are partnered with Deja Brew. I, and then, I, I do enjoy local gelato. And then finally, Emily's Cake. Gives all they make all the desserts here now uh, for Deja Brew. Um, take a listen to this. You and I both love key lime. Indeed, we do. Yeah, key lime tart, triple chocolate toffee tort, uh, small chocolate cake for two, creme brulee, uh, creme you, caramel. You had me at hello. The gelato shop vanilla and the gelato shop berry sorbet. Uh, those are all on their uh, new dessert. menu once again get in and check them out today uh here at deja brew they are open up three days a week for uh dinner as i just mentioned wednesday thursday and friday so tonight until nine o'clock fantastic patio and it's so nice this morning we're almost at 60 degrees um if you want to sit out on the patio and enjoy breakfast this morning oh thank you um, i'll see you you can also do that (laughs) oh you weren't talking to me no not really (laughs) all right
um, a great uh, wine menu uh, also. So if you've never been here before and you want to check it out for yourself, we're in the heart of downtown Boise. Um, you want to plug it into your GPS, North Main Street and uh, East Idaho Avenue. Just plug that in and uh, come on in here this morning. Um, big menu, got some unique items. And, of course, they got the traditionals. You want chicken, um, fried steak and eggs, biscuits and gravy, a whole lot more. Check it out here. They also have uh, some vegetarian um, items on their uh, breakfast menu that you can uh, partake in, too, if you'd like nice. to do that. And, of course, as I mentioned, we're here broadcasting live until 10 o'clock. And until 10 o'clock, these are your final chances to win your Jackson Country Stomp tickets. Jackson's Country Stomp is happening tonight, Ford Idaho Center. We have uh, a stack of tickets for you. Anybody who comes in who wants them will get them this morning. Lauren Elena, LV Chain, uh, Jackson Dean, and then uh, headlining Russell Dickerson tonight at the Ford Idaho Center Outdoor Amphitheater. So get in and get those tickets. We'll be giving those away up until 10 o'clock today. And as I mentioned, this will be your final chance to win your free Jackson Country Stomp tickets. And they are here for the asking. KBY News Time. 7.45, time for our final check on what's going on with sports with Rick Worthington once again this morning. It's brought to you by Fat Guys Fresh Deli in Meridian every Friday. The best clam chowder you're going to find anywhere. Plus, uh, you got two locations to get in for lunch every day, Monday through Saturday. East Boise and in Meridian, they open up uh, every morning, Monday through Saturday at 10.30. Check out the menu, fatguysfreshdeli.com. Good morning. Let's catch you up on some Boise State recruiting news. The Boise State football team has usually found quite a bit of success out of Texas in recruiting, and the Broncos may have found another big playmaker from the Lone Star State. Uh, Jim Brez Breezy Dunbar, a 2023 three-star running back from Anna, Texas, verbally committed to Boise State on Tuesday. The Boise State football team landing its second verbal commitment in as many days when wide receiver Jackson Greer joined the Broncos. Boise State offered Greer a scholarship back on June 14th. He visited campus over the weekend, apparently left impressed. The six foot, 175 pound wide receiver comes from a football family as well. His father, Chris, has been the GM for the Miami Dolphins since 2016. Franklin Johnson Jr. also played wide receiver, safety, and cornerback last season. He also plans to begin his college career at Boise State, where he calls his natural position, which is corner. He announced his verbal commitment to Boise State on Twitter on Thursday. He is now the sixth pledge to the Broncos' 2023 recruiting class and the second to come out of Texas over the past couple of days, along with the running back we told you about as well. I'm Rick Worthington. Download the 670 KBOI app for your smartphone for free. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Want to play uh, cut one for us? Inside of a hot truck. A Meridian dog died after being locked inside of a hot truck. The Idaho Humane Society reports the truck was parked in the sun and the window was cracked. CBS 2 reports that according to an IHS humane officer, the inside of the car registered 147 degrees with the door open. The owner was cited for neglect and will face prosecution. The Idaho Humane Society said your pets will die or have lifelong consequences if they are left unattended in the car, even with the windows cracked. Um, I, I wanted to play that once again. 
because, I mean, this happens and the temperature outside is still fairly mild. I mean, mm-hmm. we're talking 80s, low 90s. Today it's going to be 85. Um, but when you leave your, your animals, which is bad enough, or if you forget and leave your kids in your car, even with the window cracked, that's how you heard the temperature was 140 degrees yeah, a lot inside of people, that car. A lot of people don't forget. They just think that they've done enough when they have air going through. Um, just keep in mind, uh, I wanted to give that to you once again, because even, even it, 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 we warn people about this every year. You hear stories about this, and every year you still have, you know, I, I, I saw someplace, and I can't remember where it was, where somebody accidentally left their child in the car. They forgot. They went to work and forgot that they had the child with them and was left in the car. Mm-hmm. Um, I bring this up even, even before Monday, where we're supposed to see temperatures at 102 degrees some areas of the Treasure Valley, um, on those type of days, your car can get over 200 degrees. So even when 200? the temperatures... Yeah. Even when the temperatures that'll, that'll are almost, in the 80s. That will almost boil water. Yeah. Um, I, I saw a... Uh, I think it was Phoenix earlier this week. <clears throat> it was... Uh, I think it was hundred. It was over 110. It was like 111, 112. Um, and they uh, cooked a, a cake. <laughs> On their dashboard, yeah. so they put the cake in the da- uh, on the dash, mixed it up, put it on the dashboard, closed up the car, and it cooked the cake. So keep kind that in mind. A, keep that in mind if you're leaving somebody yeah. or an animal in your car. Um, that's or, like or that's if, like leaving them in an oven. Yeah, or if you're just hungry, I mean that that could come in handy as well. Um, we are live once again, Deja Brew Bistro. Uh, don't forget, we're just about an hour away from Deja Brew Bistro. KBOI Sweet Deal of the Week. That's our sweet deal this week. Half price, $50 gift certificate for only $25. Once again, you'll be able to get that by going to KBOI.com just before 9 o'clock. It goes on sale 9 o'clock sharp, and it is first come, first serve. So um, once they run out, they are gone. But if, I, if you get in there at 9 o'clock, you're going to have a chance to get those. I like it here. You know, I like the vibe, and I like the art that's on the walls mm-hmm. and the tables are kind of cool, and, and the, the menu is terrific. And you, you didn't even mention what I think is um, one of the most unique and best things that they have. What's that? Their patio. Oh, yeah. The patio is absolutely amazing. I would say this is the best patio in all of uh, downtown Meridian. Um, and I know there are a lot of patio, patios in downtown Meridian, but it's, it's always in the shade, which <laughs> I know it's weird to say, but they have so many full-grown trees that it is always in the shade in the afternoon. It's absolutely beautiful. You know what you can see from the patio? The uh, fountain? Meridian. Oh, you can see some of Meridian. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they've got a fountain out, out front, so you can sit out on the patio this morning if you'd like and have breakfast, because like I said, we're, we're almost 60 degrees. It really is a, a nice morning out there. So come on out and join us. We'd love to see you here. Don't forget, we've already given away a bunch of our tickets this morning. People are uh, coming in for the Jackson Country Stomp tickets, because after 10 o'clock, if you want to go, you're going to have to buy your tickets to tonight's concert at ictickets.com, but we have your final chance to get free tickets. So you might even want to tell your friends to get in to Deja Brew Bistro to come on in and get breakfast, and we'll uh, load you up with uh, your tickets. Jackson Country Stomp going on at the Ford Idaho Center Outdoor Amphitheater tonight. Great night for an outdoor concert. Lauren Elena, Elvie Shane, Jackson Dean, and uh, Russell Dickerson will be headlining that. So we'll have uh, those tickets. We still have a lot more to give away if you want to get them up until 10 o'clock today. Please feel free. Stick around on the way. Uh, speaking of Deja Brew, we've got a $50 gift certificate to Deja Brew for free. With our Casper and Chris, damn near impossible question. If you haven't heard that, we'll uh, give it to you coming up right after traffic.
670 KBOI on Alexa. First say, Alexa, enable the 670 KBOI skill. Then when you want to listen, say, Alexa, open 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. This is the ruling that the mayor of New York City has said has kept him up nights as he envisions a city with more guns on the street. And in fact, he has imagined a, a subway car full of passengers carrying weapons and has said this is not the Wild West. And now the, the scramble is on that New York will have to rewrite its, its licensing regime. This is not the Wild West. It reminds me, um, <laughs> reminds me of a story. Uh, I had a uh, buddy who had a friend coming in from San Francisco. had never been to Idaho before. And this was uh, back um, in early 2020. Mm-hmm. Never been to Idaho before. And he was coming in to visit. And um, <laughs> he overheard him talking to another friend back from San Francisco. And he was like, oh, my God, you wouldn't believe it. It's like the Wild West here. <laughs> I guess the friend asked him, what do you mean? He goes, oh, my God, I've already seen a person with a gun. And nobody is wearing masks. It's just like the Wild West. <laughs> <laughs> People used to wear masks once in a while in the Wild West. Yeah, like just the, like to rob the lone, a bank. Like the Lone Ranger, for instance. Well, I forgot about the Lone Ranger. Lone Ranger. Uh, 208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. It is Open Phones Friday. Brought to you by Fast Eddie's in Meridian. The place to go if you want to save money on gasoline. Instantly get 30 cents a gallon off your fill-up. Every time you go in, if you get your car washed, you get 30 cents a gallon off. Your fill-up. Now, you can save up to $1.40 a gallon if you get in a Fast Eddie's. One of the, it's the only place you're going to get $0.30 cents a gallon just for getting your car washed. Yeah. You'll leave full tank of gas, car, pickup truck, absolutely clean. Another $0.10 cents a gallon off if you sign up for their Chevron gas card, so you get $0.10 cents a gallon every time you fill up. And if you have an Albertsons reward card, remember, you can get up to $1. So $1.40 off, you can go back, all, back to the future all the way to <laughs> 2019. Gosh. Wouldn't that be nice? That, that way we get to live through 2020 again. Yeah. 208-336-3700. Let's go to the phones. Matt in Middleton, thank you for being patient, holding on through the news there this morning. Much appreciated. Um, uh, you're on News Talk KBY. Good morning to you. Good morning, gentlemen. Hey, uh, the, the governor, if she's so worried about, uh, you know, actual concealed weapons, I think that she needs to forego all of her protective services just to see what it would be like to... Uh... Like everybody that? else, and um, then uh, also point. the mayor. If if the mayor is so worried and, and can't sleep at night because there's more guns out there, I want him to go up to all those family members who are on that subway who got shot, pretty much point blank, and let them know that he they deserve the next you know to get shot again because he doesn't want more weapons to be protecting people. It's, it's kind of an embarrassment. To, I want him to physically go up to their faces and tell them that you're not worthy enough to be protected. And then um, also, uh, I, I, I think that uh, it's kind of crazy with this little COVID thing that's going on. I, I have a sister-in-law who's been triple vaccinated, wears a mask every chance he gets, goes to the Halsey concert that, that just recently happened, catches COVID, and gets her whole entire family sick. And now I'm wow. worried for her little daughter, who's just two years old and caught COVID, and now is in the hospital. Oh, that's too bad. Sorry to hear that. Yes. 
Well, so thank, you, thank you, Matt. Morning. Yeah, yeah you thank too. you, Matt. We appreciate the call. He no does problem. make an inter- interesting point. Mm-hmm. John writes in and says it's obvious that uh, New York Governor Hochul has selective rhetoric to align to her political whims, typical for someone who lives in a concrete jungle. I think if you allow the laws on the book to be enforced completely and the penalties are severe with little wiggle room, then we'll see crimes go down. What we are seeing today is the idiotic result of defending law enforcement and Governor Hochul isn't bright enough to see the causal effects connecting the dots. Typical liberal. That's from, that's from John, who Larry. I'm guessing is not a liberal. <laughs> Larry writes in, every person who claims they're anti-gun leaves out the fact that any new laws they propose would be enforced by people with guns. So they're not actually anti-gun, but in fact are yeah. pro-authoritarian. That's I, from Larry. Speaking for myself, I'm just anti-getting shot. <laughs> um, I've never been shot before, but I, I hear it's painful. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to join you and say I'm in the uh, camp of uh, anti-getting shot also. Gotcha. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Once again, uh, you can get through to us this morning. It is Open Phones Friday. We'll talk about anything you want to talk about. Um, the one thing we're talking about, because both of these happened yesterday, the Supreme Court's ruling on the uh, New York law that uh, will now allow you to leave your home and uh, conceal your gun if you want to travel around in uh, New York. The other um, is in a vote last night in the Senate. They did pass a bipartisan bill. Your thoughts on that? Um, what you thought about um, the uh, bill by the Senate? Because it's expected to pass the House. They don't need any support from Republicans, even though yeah. they're probably not going but, to get any Republican so- support in the it, House. But passing the House means nothing if it doesn't pass the Senate. Right. So Senate passed it yesterday, and uh, there were a lot of uh, Republicans who voted in favor, I think it was, uh, what did I say, 63, 34, yeah. something like that. Well, pretty much overwhelming. Yeah. Um, so you know, they, they needed 60 votes. So it, it got three more votes and it needed to pass in the Senate. Goes to the House. It's expected to pass there because all the Democrats are expected to vote for it. And uh, President Biden has already said, hurry up and get this to my desk. So he's going to sign this. The House is expected to vote. They could be voting right now, as a matter of uh, fact. And, and it's, to be fair, it, it is a big-time compromise bill which means that it won't affect the average person very much at all. You know, you're not wrong, because if you look at the, what's in the bill, if, if you take the time to read what's in the bill, I, I, don't, I don't know if you are you know, pro-gun rights, pro-Second Amendment or whatever, if you can look at that. Now, I know the NRA has come out and said, no, we're not in favor of, uh, of this bill in any way, shape, or form. And that's because they're, they're afraid that any law passed like this is going to be the first step towards a slippery slope. They're worried about the future. Not necessarily this particular bill, but I, I agree with you. When, you. when you read what's in this bill, it's like, is this really going to do anything? Yeah, they think it'll, it'll chip away the rock. I mentioned earlier this morning that what I think it does is by Republicans joining and passing this through the Senate, which will get this bill done, is it's an election year. And this is my personal opinion. I think that this takes away that baseball bat that the liberals and Democrats could have against Republicans when it comes to guns, saying, look, we need to get these people out. Uh, Republicans go, wait a minute, we voted for a gun law. We did exactly what you wanted. That, that hammer, that baseball bat now goes away for the upcoming midterm election. So it's not going to be used against them. So maybe that is the one thing that they wanted to do more than, than pass anything that might, you know, 
have any far-reaching effects yeah. or not. But uh, I, I think it strictly political, personally. Dave, well, you know, and, and, and of course, it's a, it's a midterm election year, so yeah. these are the sorts of things that pass. Dave says, when are they going to stop trying to put a Band-Aid on the gun control and realize the way to correct the problem is at home? Education and respect for firearms is what makes us all safe. It is that simple. It will take a while to undo what has already been done, but it can be done. It went away in my lifetime. I don't know if I will live long enough to see it corrected. Look back in history, and you will see where it all fell apart and still is. We need to first get our priorities straight. That's from Dave. He's not wrong there, and I think even beyond at home, um, maybe in, maybe in the schools too. And Mike from Meridian makes that point too. It says everyone seems to be interested in why Sweden has no gun violence. They teach gun safety in grade schools. They have shooting teams at the age of ten. They have a community shoot. Everyone is armed, but it's very well controlled. I remember when they had a bikini team. Take a look for yourself. Um, so I mean, that kind of goes into. The education and and training and you and I have talked about this many times before mm-hmm. and I think there's a lot of people that our age or are or older remember that you had gun education in school. I, I, I remember in eighth grade that they brought guns into the school. We actually shot in the gymnasium. We took uh, gun tests. They taught us gun safety, mm-hmm. taught us how to shoot, all that stuff. And then uh, the 22s, we, we shot at targets inside the gymnasium. Well, you see, you we, would uh, never see that in a high school these days. Uh, when I was in seventh grade, they took us to a, uh, a gun range, and mm-hmm. we shot at targets with uh, twenty two rifles. Probably had they gun taught safety. Us sorts of, that was in seventh grade. Yeah, we had a gun safety course, and everybody in seventh grade took it. Everyone. Yeah. Uh, this way, everybody then, in, in, in our I was eighth in, grade took it. I was in Boy Scouts for years, and just about every year we'd end up going to a gun range and practicing and, and you know being taught all sorts of safety rules and things like that. And then uh, in high school... In our gym class, which was called Lifetime Sports, where they taught you to play things that you'd be able to play like all your life, you know, like volleyball and golf and stuff like that. But one of the things they also taught us was target shooting, and they took us again to uh, a, a gun range to do that. And it was very educational every time. Could you imagine people losing their minds if they found out that people were being taught to shoot guns and gun safety classes in high school right now? You know, You'd never be able to do it. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm perfectly okay with being taught safety of almost yeah, any kind. I, I don't know why, why they stopped. Uh, we'll talk more about this. It is Open Phones Friday, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Don't forget, we are at Deja Brew Bistro today. Come on in. We've got breakfast and concert tickets for you. Up until 10 o'clock or until the tickets run out, everybody that wants the uh, tickets, once again, for the Jackson's Country Tom, you've got them. I've got a huge stack of them here for you today. Final chance to get them for free. Come on in and join us. Coming up here next, we've got a free gift certificate to, for Deja Brew Bistro that you can win with our Casper and Chris Damn Near Impossible Question. That's on the way right after this check on traffic. Ben Shapiro this afternoon at 1. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. All right, Casper and Chris, damn near impossible question, uh, brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty. Um, we've got a $50 gift certificate to give away this morning for uh, our uh, location where we're broadcasting live right now. If you want to come on out and join us for breakfast, this is from Deja Brew Bistro. Lisa is going to get the first crack at our questions this morning. Lisa, Heaven's Gate Lookout in North Idaho. If you go up there um, and look around, uh, you can look four different directions. And when you look around, you're going to see four different states. 
what states can you see from Heaven's Gate Lookout here in Idaho? You can see Idaho, Montana, Oregon, and Washington. Oh, that's too bad. No, you, you forgot no, Nevada. Come on. No, come on. <laughs> that's, that's correct. Lisa, that is correct. Congratulations. $50 gift certificate to Deja Brew Bistro. Um, you'll get to enjoy that. Uh, congratulations. Hang on the line. We'll get some information from you uh, here. Don't forget. Um, now, we've given away the Deja Brew Bistros all this week. Now, if you still want to get your $50 gift certificate, can't give it to you for free, but almost it's half as good as free. Coming up at 9 o'clock here in about 35 minutes, you'll uh, go to kboi.com and go on to the Sweet Deal link, and you'll get that $50 gift certificate for only $25. I've never thought that before. Half price is half free. Yeah. Um, hang on. Um, we have uh, breaking news this morning. This is a special report from ABC News. I'm Brian Clark. The Supreme Court, in the most anticipated case of this term, has overturned Roe versus Wade. Justice Samuel Alito writing from the 6 3 majority that the Constitution does not confer a right to abortion. Roe and Casey are overruled, and the authority to regulate abortion is returned to the people and their elected representatives. Once again, the Supreme Court has overturned Roe versus Wade, which guaranteed the federal right to an abortion, a 6-3 majority. I'm Brian Clark. This has been a special report from ABC News. There you uh, have it. We've been waiting over a month. Uh, it was leaked earlier, and uh, it looks like um, the leak was correct. Um, we'll talk about that on the way, if you would like. Also, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. We'll take a break. When we come back, um, yesterday we were, we were supposed to talk to the Boise High School student who is going to be running for the school board um, we didn't get a chance to talk to him because uh, he had messaged me that he would talk to us late at night. I messaged back and gave him the time early in the morning, and he hadn't had a chance to wake up and see that message. But we are going to talk to him next. Uh, Shiva Raj Bandari will be on with us, and we'll talk about his run for the school um, council board membership coming up here election in September. We'll do that coming up here after news at the bottom of the hour. KBOI News Times 826. You're listening to breaking news coverage on News Talk 670 KBOI. The News Authority. Good morning, I'm Rick Worthington. The U.S. Supreme Court has overturned the landmark Roe v. Wade decision in a much-anticipated ruling this morning. One of the biggest decisions this term, one that will certainly have historic implications across the country, and that does include Idaho. ABC News is bringing us live coverage We'll check in with ABC and continue to bring you coverage on this breaking story. Considerations. Um, and so that makes me very, very anxious going forward, and it makes me very aggressive in, in counseling patients to be thoughtful and forward-thinking about their health care. Dr. Mahew, we appreciate it very much. Dr. Katie Mahew is an OBGYN in Indiana, an abortion provider, a board member with Physicians for Reproductive Health. As the United States Supreme Court, in a 6-3 to three ruling, ended constitutional protections for abortion that had been in place in this country for nearly 50 years. I'm Aaron Katursky, and you're listening to live coverage for, from ABC News. ABC News White House correspondent Karen Travers is with us, and, and Karen, Dr. McHugh touched on it there at the end. She's worried for other mm-hmm. uh, constitutional protections that, that women and, and other Americans have relied on for, for a long time. Has the Biden administration said anything about that? 
This was actually something the president said to me back on the day when that uh, draft decision had leaked, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago, uh, when we were asking the president questions about it. You know, the president at the time raised alarms about what a decision like this could do for rights that go beyond abortion rights. He said at the time that the rationale of that draft decision, he said if that were to be sustained, he felt that there was a whole range of rights that would be in question uh, when you were leaving that to states. He says it goes to basic rights, a right to marriage, a right to determine a whole range of things, who you are married to, whether or not you decide to conceive a child or not, whether or not you have an abortion. So he was concerned about what this means for other things. Now, of course, this was when it was still in the draft phase, and, and there were a lot of questions about, well, you don't want to speculate when it was still a hypothetical. But I do think that that's something the president, anticipating he will almost certainly come out and say something about this today, will likely raise. Uh, you know, he has talked about this from a legal perspective. He talked about this as somebody who served as the chair of the Senate Judiciary Committee, who has seen his way through many of these uh, cases and situations. Uh, but there is a concern uh, on his side of the aisle on this, of what this could mean in terms of a, you know, kind of colloquial slippery slope of sending a case like this to states of what states could do with this uh, kind of, I think as the president might say, kind of run with it, if you will. Uh, this is a pretty busy day in Washington, just to kind of step back a little bit. You've got this big case today. You've got the House uh, voting today on that bipartisan gun safety reform bill that the Senate has passed. The president is very eager to sign that. You have the president leaving early tomorrow morning to head to Europe. There is a lot of news happening today. Uh, the president wasn't expected to be doing anything publicly today, but we could see him signing a major piece of legislation. We expect him to be reacting to this major, major decision from the Supreme Court. A lot of things brewing. And as you know, we're hearing from M outside the Supreme Court, kind of the frothiness is growing outside the court. And this is going to be a very, very big day here in the nation's capital. ABC's uh, Karen Travers, our White House correspondent. Indeed, outside the Supreme Court, there have been protests uh, that are marching there and all over Capitol Hill. So let's go back to ABC's M. Wynn. What's the scene there, M? Hey, Aaron, for many here, it's a celebration. And in fact, the anti-abortion protesters group had grown over the last few days. I actually talked to one anti-abortion protester named Savannah Duretich, and she tells me that ultimately she just felt like the two opposing sides simply had different definitions of how to take care of women and children. She says it's a day of celebration. Now, when I talked to the other side, abortion right protesters, uh, they haven't stopped handing out those flyers that I've seen them hand out for several days now, though I have seen several women wiping away tears from their faces. Um, and I talked to a few, their voices were shaking, some of them saying that their children will have fewer rights than they did during their time here on Earth. They said they came in from many other states like Texas and Ohio and Pennsylvania. And one of them tells me she feels like uh, now that Roe is overturned, it may result in a domino effect where other rights for other communities, such as the LGBTQ community, may be taken away as well. She says it's time to galvanize voters in November. So certainly this will be a pivotal issue in November, as polls show the majority of Americans, according to a Pew Research, 61% believe that abortion should be legal in some or all or most cases. Um, other polls, of course, depending on the trimester, the percentage goes down. But certainly this could have broad implications for gubernatorial races, for instance. 
All right, we'll get back to M. Wynn outside the Supreme Court in a minute, where passions have been running deep, and you can hear behind her uh, some of the protesters on either side. The U.S. Supreme Court has handed down its highly anticipated ruling on abortion, rescinding a protection that has stood for 50 years. I want to get into the opinion a little bit. Fred Lawrence is a distinguished lecturer at Georgetown Law, secretary at the Phi Beta Kappa Society. Uh, Fred, as you read the opinion and, and the dissent from the three liberal justices, what are you finding? You know, Aaron, you can practically feel what was going on in the discussion among the nine justices by reading these opinions. The dissent is written by Justice Breyer. I don't think when he started his career on the court, this is how he thought he was going to be ending it. But it's an impassioned, serious dissent that works through 50 years of precedent and the impact of Roe and Planned Parenthood against Casey. And now that's being overturned. Uh, on the other side, the majority opinion by Justice Alito, as has been said, that's the opinion very close to the draft that we saw earlier, uh, not only says that Roe was wrong, he says it was egregiously wrong. Why does he have to use language like that? Because they know they're overturning the precedent. So they're giving us a roadmap for how do they overturn major precedents. I think there's a, there's a roadmap here that this court may continue to follow. And, and here's the other reason I say that. When you read Chief Justice Roberts' opinion, which does not join that opinion of Justice Alito, so there are only five justices who are in favor of striking down Roe altogether. Roberts writes separately, and he says there is a smaller way to decide this case. And I would have decided it just on that basis. And you can practically hear the way he must have pleaded with the other justices to say, we can do this in a smaller way. You leave Roe in place. You leave Planned Parenthood against Casey in place. The only thing you have to go, you have to question is the viability standard that was the basis of Roe, that once a fetus becomes viable, the calculus of the rights changes. Uh, there is a, there's science that changes over time. What happens, the viability changes over time. Chief Justice Roberts says that's not the right standard. He would situate the right to an abortion on the burden it places on a woman standard. And in his view, the Mississippi law didn't violate that. So he goes along with the majority on the holding. But we should be careful when we call this a 6-3 opinion. It's a 6-3 decision. But really, there were four justices here who would not have overturned Roe against Wade. So this was a court that was deeply split. Last thing I'll say about this is what it shows us with yesterday on gun rights and today on abortion rights that you've got a conservative leadership on the court that is prepared to work with even just five votes to do major, major changes to rights that have been established sometimes for half a century. Uh, really, and, and I think that's uh, one of the more stunning uh, parts of this. Uh, let me bring Mary Ziegler uh, into the conversation from uh, Florida State University's College of Law. Uh, Mary, first of all, let, just get your take on, on the decision and, and some of what, you know, Fred outlines in, in reading the, both the, the majority opinion and, and the dissent. Yeah, I think that Fred's reading is, is absolutely right. And I think that it's also fair to take this opinion as a sign of how different the Supreme Court has become than what we've really been used to in terms of the pace of the changes it's ushering in. And it's really, it's, I think lack of concern about political fallout. There's actually a moment in Justice Alito's majority where the majority essentially says, you know, we don't know how people are going to react to this and we frankly don't care because it's not our job, which I think in some ways is disingenuous. I think the court has a pretty good idea of how people will react and is willing to make these changes anyway. So th this is a pretty historic moment when it comes to abortion, but also when it comes to the history of the Supreme Court. Uh, how are we then to, to, to read um, what, what Roberts did in, in saying that, that 
Mississippi was right here, but he would not have voted to overturn Roe v. Wade. What, what line is he trying to draw here? Well, Roberts, I think, was a very different from a very different, almost a different era, right? I mean, there was a moment when we were dealing with a, Ro- a John Roberts-led Supreme Court on abortion, where there were being significant changes being made that were rolling back access to abortion rights. But they were subtle. They were hard for the public to understand. Um, and there was at least a lot of lip service paid to respect for precedent. And I think Roberts is sort of hearkening back to that era in this opinion by saying we should say viability is not the line and stop there. But of course, none of his conservative colleagues have joined him. And so while this is not, as Fred pointed out, really a 6-3 opinion, um, Roberts is really alone in trying to carve out this more sort of subtle, stealth, gradual, legitimacy-preserving path. The rest of the, his conservative colleagues are interested in doing things that are more radical, more quick, and more, um, I think, overt. Uh, let me pull Steve Roberts, our political analyst, into the conversation. It's, it looks like Roberts is is trying to, to, to concern himself with the court as an institution, um, and never mind some of the, the political fallout. Absolutely, because look, um, one of the ironclad rules about uh, that has governed the court for over 200 years is respect for precedent, and and the reason for that, one of the key reasons for that is the court reputation as being apart from politics, that it's a uh, it adheres to the law rather than the political passions of the moment, um, and and Roberts is very worried for good reason that a this, uh, decision like this. Um, uh, really undermines the reputation of the court as an institution for being apart from politics. Um, and as uh, the two law professors have been pointing out, um, you're listening Roberts to News Talk KBOI. That. Good morning. I'm Rick Worthington. Breaking news this morning is the U.S. Supreme Court has overturned the landmark Roe v. Wade decision in what has been a much anticipated ruling today in one of the biggest decisions this term. The court voted six to three along party lines, again, overruling and overturning Roe v. Wade. We are definitely going to be taking calls on this with the guys after the top of the hour. uh, And we'll also hear more news from ABC leading up to the top of the hour. So we encourage you to stand by. We have much more on this historic ruling coming up on News Talk KBOI. You're listening to breaking news coverage on News Talk 670 KBOI. The News Authority. Good morning, I'm Rick Worthington. Special news coverage delivered to you right now on News Talk KBOI as the U.S. Supreme Court has overturned the landmark Roe v. Wade decision. It was a 6-3 ruling right along party lines. And we are going to continue to bring you special coverage right up through the top of the hour. Just so you know, as a programming note... Mike Casper, Chris Walton, they will be taking your calls after news at the top of the hour. You have something to say about this? You're going to want to jump in line right now. Again, that number, 208-336-3700. Once again, special coverage as the U.S. Supreme Court has overturned Roe v. Wade. Special coverage brought to you by ABC News on News Talk KBOI. Wade. Let's get back to the Supreme Court one more time with ABC's M. Wynn. Protesters are still roaming the grounds, M. And we'll get back to, to M. in a bit as we wait to find out uh, more of the 
the reverberations because uh, we have already seen some statements from Democratic governors uh, like in New York and Connecticut saying that their states will be safe havens for women seeking abortion. We know that 26 uh, states are likely to, to, to ban abortion now, uh, if not more than that. Steve Roberts, the ABC News political analyst, we're already in primary season. Imagine this becomes a political issue now going forward. Well, it'll be a political issue in the fall and in some ways even more so in the presidential election. No issue crystallizes the stakes of elections. As Rick Klein said, elections have consequences. And no issue crystallizes that point more than the selection of Supreme Court judges. And the fact is that Republicans and conservatives have been far more effective in recent years in arguing to their constituents, vote for us because we will appoint these judges that will rule in the ways you want them to rule. After all, Donald Trump was three times married and avowed sexual predator and yet got 80% of the evangelical vote. Why? Because he made this promise about judges, a promise he kept, by the way. Not only did he appoint three Supreme Court judges, but over 200 other federal judges. And um, Democrats and liberals have never been as effective in crystallizing the stakes of an election through the issue of judges. The possibility, and that's all you can say right now, but the possibility now exists that Democrats can say, look, here to voters who maybe not love Joe Biden, maybe are too liberal for Joe Biden, whatever reasons have their doubts, to say, look, Whatever else you might think, here is the perfect example. Here is the unavoidable demonstration of how elections do have consequences, often profoundly important consequences for the issues you care about. One of the great questions, political questions going forward, can the Democrats take the abortion decision and the gun decision and and, 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 and use that as a unifying, galvanizing uh, factor in uh bringing their voters to the polls in November and then in two years. It's still an open question, but the possibility is there, Aaron. ABC News political analyst Steve Roberts want to turn quickly to Dr. Jen Ashton, our chief medical correspondent. Uh, Dr. Ashton, what should women do now? Well, first of all, um, not only board-certified OBGYNs, but certified nurse midwives and nurse practitioners and physician's assistants. Everyone in the medical profession who has dedicated their lives to taking care of women, um, you know, are concerned. But we remain committed medically to providing safe reproductive health care to women. And I want to be clear, this is not just a women's health issue. This affects men um, in these women's lives, their fathers, their sons, their partners. Um, and reproductive health is not just women's health. It's human health. So I think once that again, ladies and gentlemen, right you're listening to live news uh, from Washington, ABC, uh, delivering this to us. U.S. Supreme Court overturning Roe v. Wade. Much more on this story, news at the top of the hour. And, of course, Mike and Chris will be back just after news to take your calls as well. You're listening to... Listen to KBOI online. Go to KBOI.com and click the Listen Live button. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless 
Email uh, Chris at KBOI.com, Mike at KBOI.com. You can also send us an instant message through our fan page on Facebook. Um, you can uh, text us uh, also, same as our main number. It's too bad we don't have too much to talk about over the final hour of our show this morning. Being uh, sarcastic, by the way. Um, it is... Uh, yeah, I, I got that. <laughs> somebody else might. I, know, I knew you would. You are the king of sarcasm, so I knew mm-hmm. you would get it. Um, we are live from the Hometown Breakfast, Deja Brew Bistro in Meridian. We still have... We've gone through about half of our stack of tickets. Like I said, I grabbed a whole bunch of tickets for the Jackson Country Stomp tonight. Uh, if you come in today... While we have them, up until 10 o'clock, this is your final chance to win your free tickets. After that, you'll have to go to IC Tickets to buy them. Um, but we have free tickets for you. If you just want to come in, in and uh, grab them this morning, you can do that. Um, once again, we're talking about the landmark decision. Roe versus Wade has been overturned uh, by the Supreme Court. That just announced uh, shortly, uh, a little while ago. Um, we're taking your phone calls over the last uh, 45 minutes or so of the show. If you want to call in and give your thoughts this morning, please feel free to do so. You can also email us or text us. It's Go to the phones. Ed waiting on the line. Uh, you're on News Talk KBOI this morning. Ed, good morning to you. Good morning. Hey, this is a great day. So I'll tell you what we can do with them, them babies that are not being killed no more. Let's, let's build facilities to take care of them and allow them to go to, go to school and church and, and become citizens. And the 1800 that we're getting coming across the border down there, we'll just take that money that we're spending on them and we'll put that in the babies not going to be killed no more. Thanks to Donald Trump. I think he was the one to put three reform. Uh, did he put three justices in? Yep. I think he did. Yes, he so, did. So thanks to, thanks to Donald Trump to make it to where we don't have to kill babies. And that other old hay bag that was in there and passed away, she can't kill no more babies. She's gone. She had to go meet her maker. And then she's got to be held accountable for what she allowed to happen for 45 or 48 years. Thank you for the call. It, it is interesting, um, and he's talking about Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Mm, yeah. um, it is interesting that Ruth Bader Ginsburg also said that upholding Roe versus Wade was going to be problematic if it was ever brought up again, because she also believed that Roe versus Wade was unconstitutional, even though she was pulled uh, for... Well, that was essentially what uh, Justice Roberts said, too. I mean, he, he didn't... Uh, he didn't really want to overturn Roe v. Wade, mm-hmm. but he did want to let those people in Mississippi know that, yes, you have a point about the Constitution. Right. Um, it is interesting, and I'm going to read this because I thought the same thing. Robin writes in, it says, the bias from uh, your national news feed from ABC seems to be evident. I'm not blaming YouTube by any means. Well, good, because we don't have any control over that. Uh, but the national ABC news feed not holding back their uh, one-sided opinion, not reporting news as they should be. There is nothing in the Constitution promising abortion. It's now up to the states as it should be. Uh, the one thing that I noticed that I will add to that, Robin, because I kind of I thought the, uh, a little bit of the same thing, because and, and one of them, the, the statements from ABC News is absolutely not true. Um, that Roe v. Wade being overturned now bans abortion. It does not ban abortion. Even in the 26 states, Idaho being one of them. In some states, it won't even affect it. Yeah. Um, in the 26 states that have trigger laws, Idaho is one of those states. And in one month, that trigger law will take effect. One month from today, it doesn't ban abortions. Now, it does limit abortions. And it really bothers me when I, I, I hear, especially news channels, that say, oh, this is going to outright ban abortion. It, it doesn't. Now, granted, even in Idaho, it extremely restricts abortion, allows abortion. It still allows abortion up to six weeks, though. 
for anybody who wants to get one up to six weeks. Now, granted, a lot of people don't know they're pregnant in six weeks, but that's about the time women heartbeat comes. Yeah, women mostly. Um, here's, here's the other thing it doesn't do. You can still get an abortion. Um, you may not be able to get it in the state you live in, but, for instance, if you want to travel to Oregon or Washington and travel the 20 or 40 miles, from, depending on how far across the border you live, you will still be allowed to do that. They, they are not going to control... Oregon or Washington. So people in Idaho or lawmakers in Idaho can't say, hey, you can't go to Oregon and get your abortion. It's not true. Um, if you want to get your abortion through telehealth and have uh, over 50% of the abortions are performed now medically and not surgically anyway, um, you can still have your pills sent to your house so you don't even have to travel across the border if you don't want. And then we heard California talking about possibly doing abortion vacations where they will pay for your flight, reimburse you for your flight, reimburse you for your hotel stay to come and get your abortions, and they'll use their state money to do that. I don't know if that's actually going to happen, but it was something that they were talking about. Uh, I, I'm not sure why, but I don't feel right about combining that with vacation. Yeah, it, it seems weird, doesn't it? I mean, it, even, abort- take even, even, abort- just, even just the concept seems a little weird. Well, leave it to California, though. I, come I, on down. I, I thought it was weird. <laughs> I thought it was weird, seriously, that this uh, ruling came down while I was eating eggs. <laughs> Um, the really weird part would be, hey, come on down, um, you know, get your abortion on Friday, go to Disneyland on Sunday. We'll uh, do everything for you that you and pay for it all um, if you come yeah. to California. Here are the following rides you may not want to go on <laughs> after that. Um, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless if you would like to weigh in. Um, we did mention um, here earlier that Idaho is one of the states that has a trigger law. So mm-hmm. this will officially go into effect 30 days from today. So uh, I guess if you want an abortion, you better hurry up and get it because you have 30 days to uh, go ahead and do it. Um, well, at, if you specifically want it here. If you want to get it here. Yeah. Now, keep in mind, there are certain things also um, here in, in Idaho, specifically we're talking, um, it's not illegal to get an abortion. Now, it is illegal for a doctor in the state of Idaho who is licensed by the state of Idaho to give you an abortion. They will be charged uh, penalties. So you have to get one from fines. Some, ideally from someone who isn't a doctor, and no, then it's perfectly legal. Someone for out, out of the state, a doctor out of state. Oh, I see. So, in other words, if you decide you want an abortion, you cannot be charged as the woman getting the abortion. Okay. Okay. So does that make sense now? So uh, yes, there, and, yes, there are no. no there are no penalties for a woman who gets an abortion. Okay. In the state of Idaho. Um, the so penalties. Now we know that the penalties are strictly for um, the doctors the under Idaho's abortion yeah. law. A violation would carry a uh, prison sentence of up uh, two to five years. Healthcare professionals would have their license suspended for six months on a first offense, and then have it revoked permanently upon subsequent offenses. The license suspension also applies to providers who assist with an abortion. Now, this is specifically in the state of Idaho, so um, because it, this 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 doesn't you know overturn the right to, or, or being able to have an abortion. It just does it mm-hmm. on the federal level and says, "All right, the states get to make their decisions right now, um, however they see fit." The law does make an exception in Idaho in the case of pregnancy conceived through rape or incest, but it also stipulates that the rape or incest must be reported to law enforcement and proof of that report. Mm-hmm. Submitted to the abortion provider. I'm guessing because then he was like, "You had an abortion." Well, yeah, I was raped. Who was your, who were you raped by? Well, I didn't want to tell you. 
However, it is problematic because there are about 25% so of rapes who go, that go unreported. Unless you're willing to put somebody in prison for a rape, you cannot have an abortion uh, because, because of rape. Because of rape, okay. right. You have, there, there has to be at least, you have to at least show that you have filed charges against somebody for rape or, or incest. So once again, those are laws specifically in Idaho. Mm -hmm. um, there are 25 well, other states besides way, Idaho right. that have this trigger is, laws. This is the way it's going to be from now on, and that was what this was based on, is it sends it to the states, and the states do what they want to do. Uh, Spinner and Hagerman, good morning. You're on Newstalk KBY. Good morning, gentlemen. Yeah, I think it's definitely just a, another waste of time. This shouldn't have been something that was enacted to begin with. It's, yes... I, I, I am pro-life. I, I don't think and I don't support what that decision of someone, if someone feels that they got to make that, yeah, it's sad. It sucks. But that's not my life. You know, I just, I get so tired of the government and everyone else trying to say, oh, well, well, belittle you for making that decision. It doesn't affect you. So why are you worried about, yes, it is disgusting that someone like such as Nancy Pelosi saying that, oh, you're going to be killing people and you're going to be taking health care away. They're, yes, they use it for a very BS reason. But my point is, this shouldn't have been a thought process to begin with. If someone feels that they need to make an abortion or that they have a, their doctor came to them and said, there is medical science that proves that your child will be in agonizing, grueling pain as the moment he comes out. Do you want to make this decision? You know, those kind of things. That's between the couples and God. That should have no affiliation between any other ding-dong window licker or mouth breather or any sort of government affiliation. That is between those individuals, the doctor, and Jesus Christ, or whatever sort of higher power you believe in. I just, I get real tired of so many people getting sucked into this, oh, let me worry about other people's lives versus focusing on their own lives. All right, Spinner, thank you for the phone call. Appreciate it. We, we, we don't really in this country have a, a, a lack of people who assume that everything is some of their business. No. I mean, that doesn't, you're, not, you're not wrong. That doesn't necessarily apply here. I'm just saying that uh, it's kind of an American thing, really. 208 336 pound 670 on your Verizon wire. So we're going to take a quick break here. Um, phone lines are open. Uh, the landmark decision has uh, come in within the last hour from the Supreme Court overturning Roe versus Wade, returning that uh, power to the states. If you'd like to weigh in on that, maybe one of the uh, gun laws. The Supreme Court uh, came down with the uh, gun law in New York City. In that case yesterday, also Senate voted uh, for a uh, new gun law bill that looks like it's going to have no problem passing the House. And the uh, president has already said he's going to sign that bill if you want to talk about that or anything else, because it is open phones Friday. Please feel free to call in and talk to us. Don't forget, we're live at Deja Brew Bistro this morning. We're going to be here for another 40 minutes or so. If you want those Jackson Country Stomp tickets, we have them for you. you got to come on in and get them, um, and you just got to ask for them. Last chance to get them for free after 10 o'clock this morning. You'll have to go to ictickets.com to get your tickets for the concert. By the tonight. way, stop by here for breakfast. It's really good. It is really good, yeah. Uh, that should probably be said. Yeah, definitely stop by for breakfast. Um, hope to see you here uh, before 10 o'clock this morning. We're in downtown Meridian this morning. Um, also, don't forget Deja Brew Bistro Sweet Deal. We didn't get a chance to mention that before top of the hour. Sweet Deal on sale right now, $50 gift certificate. It's only $25. Go to KBOI.com, click on the Sweet Deal link.
Drive home live and local with Nate Shellman this afternoon at 3. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Uh, it is Open Phones Friday. We'll talk about anything you want to talk about. It's not as if anything uh, is really happening in the news today or yesterday, but boring, you know, if boring, you want to yeah, make something up and uh, call in and talk about that, please feel free. Um, you can also email Chris at KBOI.com, Mike at KBOI.com, and uh, text us, same as our main number. However, in reality, we do have a breaking story, which has been breaking now for about 45 minutes. Well. About 50. Uh, maybe, maybe about three weeks. Well, yeah, it kind, of, it kind of broke yeah, when somebody leaked it. It's a bit anticlimactic now because we we've, we've known what the uh, at least we suspected. Yeah, what the ruling the was lead. going to be based on the well on the ruling they found. What is going to be interesting now is whether they're going to be able to find who leaked that. I don't. Uh, I have a funny, well, sneaky suspicion. My guess is that uh, now they uh, probably will stop caring because now everybody knows. No, I don't I don't think they will. I really have a funny suspicion that they already know who it is and we're waiting until the session is over to announce yeah. or maybe well, do be. anything about it. But I, I don't think they want this to ever happen again, so I don't think they're going to drop it. I, re- I really don't. And there were, there were I, a I kind of have a feeling that yeah. they already know who did it. And there were a finite number of people who yeah. uh, even had access to yeah. the ruling. So. I don't know how I'm supposed to read this, so I'm going to read it both ways, and you can decide how it's supposed to uh, be read. This is a text message, uh, 208-336-3700. It says, I'm going to read it this way first. I'm 37, and I never thought I'd see this day. Now I'll read it the other way. I'm 37, and I never thought I would see this day. Yeah, it's just a simple statement. I never thought I would see this day. But I don't know if, it, if it's good news to them or bad news. That's why I read it both ways in case... I didn't want to make it seem like it's good news if that's not what you meant it by. And there, there is the uh, outside possibility that they could be neutral and seriously just never thought yes, they'd they- see this day. <laughs> or maybe, maybe, maybe they uh, doctor had only given them 24 hours to live and they never thought they would see this day. I, that, I don't know. That's probably even more of an outside chance. Um, let's go to the phones. Um, it is Open Phones Friday. We'll talk about anything oh, you want to talk about. And by the way, we can have a party because Kenny's here. Kenny's here yeah. now. Kenny Cloverdale Plumbing is here at the... Uh, Bistro, uh, Deja Brew Bistro. So we, we officially can't start the party till he gets here. So he yeah. is here this morning. Um, uh, this is uh, Jeremy in Nampa. Thanks for holding on this morning. Good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Hey, guys. I love listening to you guys every morning on my way to work. God um, bless you and the fine work you do. Uh, I do. The fireworks stands being open. Um, I know everybody loves their fireworks. But in my household, we have people that suffer with PTSD, and we have animals that go absolutely ballistic when, with fireworks. When yeah. people are lighting off fireworks around my house, the whole house gets almost no sleep that entire night. So I just, I'd like to ask people, if you're getting a lot of fireworks, save it for the weekend, not during the week. Before the July weekend, we bug out of town. We head up for the hills. Um, to get away from all the fireworks and everything. It is a little strange that 4th of July is a week from Monday. Uh Fireworks stands opened up yesterday. That's a long time. (laughs) Hey, I get it. it. I get it. You want to make as much money as you can, uh, but they were officially allowed to open up yesterday uh, on the 23rd and will be open up until July 5th. It's a little strange that it's that long. It is. 
But you know, like I said we you know we know the the hazards. Fourth of July weekend, we we bug out of town. We get away. We remove ourselves from the situation. Right. The week leading right. up to Fourth of July, I have to go to work, or we all have to go to work. We don't have that option to leave town. So, like I said I just like you know everybody listening to you know have a little bit of courtesy for those that do suffer with PTSD. Don't be lighting them off all night long. Fireworks. Yeah. Yep. Thank you, Jeremy. During the week. Things like that. Thank you, Thank you Jeremy. Appreciate Thank it. you. Yesterday, I, I went and yesterday I went and basically bought our fireworks for the year, and um, I think I got some good ones. I don't know that much about fireworks, but the guy at the stand uh, when I was leaving, he gave me a high four. <laughs> uh, yeah, you probably got some good ones in. KBOI News Time is nine twenty six. We'll take a break. We've got uh, two more segments on the way. Landmark decision: Roe versus Wade. It's been overturned by the Supreme Court this morning. If you want to weigh in on that, you can. Uh, the new gun law voted by the Senate uh, last night passed. If you want to weigh in on that, you can do that. Or talk about anything you want. It is open phones Friday. We're live at Deja Brew Bistro once again in Meridian. Come on in and join us. Final half hour to get your tickets. Jackson Country Stomp. Russell Dickerson, Lauren Elena, LV Shane, Jackson Dean, all going to be at the Ford Idaho Center amphitheater tonight for a fantastic country concert you want your tickets final chance final last half hour to get your tickets after that you'll have to purchase them at ictickets.com or at the gate tonight news talk kboi broadcasting from the empire title studios we are news talk kboi 208-336-3700 pound 670 on your verizon wireless if you want to get through to us uh today we have two more segments to allow you to do that. The landmark decision, Roe versus Wade, restricting abortions um, nationwide, overturning Roe versus Wade, now moves it back to the states. If you'd like to weigh in, uh, go ahead and do that. I'm sure Nate Shellman will be talking about that this afternoon. Gun rights bill, uh, yesterday's Supreme Court decision on that came down. Also, Senate voted for their new gun bill, bipartisan gun bill, passed 63-34, I believe was the uh, official number, but um, definitely more than enough to uh, pass. Expect to pass the House, although Republicans' uh, leadership is saying uh, that they will not be voting for it. Don't need Republicans in the House because they have a majority and it just has to pass by eight simple majorities. So this could be the law of the land beginning as uh, soon as early next week. Also want to make a, an apology uh, Shiva Raj Bandari. We were going to talk with him and for those of you who might be have been wanting to listen in at 8.35 this morning, he's the uh, young man goes to Boise High School who is uh, going to be running for the uh, Boise um, school board. And we found out he's good at running. Uh, he is. Um, we had a problem with communication yesterday. I was, I was half right because I said if he's like my teenagers, he was still asleep. Um, at 8.35 when we tried to call him yesterday morning, he was still asleep. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but he, he would have been up. He was not expecting our he call. He was not expecting our out. call. He had said that um, he would agree to be on, on with us and talk with us yesterday morning. But he sent that out at 11.35, which I was asleep. And then I uh, responded to him at about 4 o'clock in the morning. When he was asleep saying, good, we'll talk to you at 8.35, he didn't get that it's, until he woke it's up. It's good so. that modern communication has completely solved mm-hmm. uh, the problem of uh, you know, confusion. And then today, um, he was up, he was ready to go to talk to us, and then uh, 10 minutes before that, the Roe v. Wade decision from the Supreme Court came down, um, and uh, so that we were going to talk to him this hour. Unfortunately, um, he has uh, cross-country. Uh, when's the last time you heard about... Um, a uh, school board member who is going to be running 
Um, Running cross country. Running cross country. Uh, This is the first, I think. (laughs) So he had cross country practice um, Mm -hmm. that he had to attend, so he wasn't going to be able to talk to us this hour. So we'll we'll effort to uh, try and arrange um, that interview with Shiva Rajbandari um, sometime in the future. But uh, Shiva, if you are listening or somebody who was listening to hear it, um, we apologize that we had to uh, kind of preempt that because of the uh, never Supreme used, Court decision. I've never used effort as a verb before. No? Yeah, I, like I use it. it all the time. I'm efforting to... Uh, well done. Matter of fact, um, that's, that's my pref- preferred verb. So efforting? People, yeah, people that have preferred pronouns, I have a preferred verb, efforting. Stay out of the room. I'm efforting. I'm efforting here. Yeah. Hey, uh, get out of the bathroom. I, already, I am already efforting in there. Uh, let's go to the phones. It is Open Phones Friday. We're live at Deja Brew. Um, once again, in downtown Meridian, Deja Brew Bistro, if you want to join us, what you hear right there are a group of people sitting down at the table right across mm-hmm. from us, as a matter of fact, to come get breakfast, getting busier and busier in here this morning. Paul in Nampa, thank you for being patient, uh, waiting on the line. You're on Newstalk KBY. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning, both of you. Enjoy your show every morning. Thanks, Paul. Um, yeah, I... I don't know. I've, I've had an experience in a relationship, an intimate one with a woman before, and I couldn't figure out a couple of days out of the, the year she'd lose it for a couple of weeks, and, and I, I finally pried it out of her after two years that she had had two abortions and di- at different times, and she was reliving the horrors of what she had done by aborting her children, and she would refer to them by name and the, and the age that they would be. And Wait a minute. So she she had uh, two abortions and she named them? She named the, ch- the children that she gave up to the abortion wow. by name. Yeah. So You know, I'd, I'd like to think that kind of behavior in that situation is unusual, but it's not. There are, no. uh, there are women who have had, you know, abortions legally or illegally who years later still uh, have psychological problems. Yeah, so you're not just you're not getting rid of the problem permanently when you're killing your child that's in you. So I, I, I don't understand if women understand that. Now, when rape or incest is concerned, I, I agree that maybe something could be done. Now, I don't think we have enough room for all the adoptions that would be necessary for that when that happens. But if they want to do that, that that's the woman's right to be able to do that. And I think today, I think it's great that they're going to put the onus back on the state and get it out of the federal courts where where it didn't belong, as far as I'm concerned. And I don't know that I don't know that much about adoption, especially like statistics about it and everything. But you hear about people all the time who are like, "Well, we want to adopt, and we're waiting for somebody, and this will take like two years or something to get on." Exactly. Uh, do you think this will make uh, uh, somebody uh, streamline the process a little? You can only hope. We're running up against Jane. I don't know if you're familiar with the fire bombings of the, not the Planned Parenthood, but the Right to Lifer places where you could go and talk to somebody about keeping your child. We firebombed over 12 of those places. And, you know, I'm almost hesitant to see this day come because all we need is some more of those, quote-unquote, peaceful protests yeah, most, mostly peaceful protests. 
Thank yeah. you for the call, Paul. Appreciate it. I I hope, and I and I know the passions run high. Mm-hmm. We we've heard uh, already in in some of the news coverage that we've had this morning, uh, some of the protests protests that are going on. I I hope um, that we don't see any of the mostly peaceful protests, um, who are also considered violent protests happened today. So far, knock on wood, we haven't heard any of that going on. Uh, by the way, I can now read that text message I got a little bit earlier uh, correctly. Um, they wrote back and said, this was good news. So here it is. I'm 37 and I never thought I'd see this day. <laughs> okay. There we go. Yeah, um, you, have to, you have to write in a certain way to really uh, make people understand the attitude of it. <laughs> well, and like I said, I didn't know if they were in favor or against it, so I didn't know to read it, you know, read it negatively or positively, but they were in favor. Um, hi, guys. Great days are here. I hope you all realize that 52.3% of aborted children are little girls. Talk about killing off your own constituents. That's from JT. Hmm. Uh, Robin says, hi, Mike and Chris. I am celebrating the decision today, then running to the hills until the craziness dies down. I wonder how long that's going to be. She says, have a wonderful weekend, but I don't think she thinks it'll die down by the end of the weekend, does she? Hmm. Look, I... I, Has craziness ever died down, by the way? No. Okay. No. Um, You have ebbs and flows. Craziness has ebbs and flows. Oh, yeah. Um, like I said, it, it's a, you have a right to be crazy if, if you want. You have a right to protest, and I'll support that right. Um, you don't have the right to violently protest. So hopefully we won't see any of that, like I said. I'm hoping. George, uh, however, says, batten down the hatches. I'm sure the justices have been put in protection. Prediction, the violence will surpass 2020. Let her rip. Now, I'm concerned about the, only the last part of that, let her rip. Do you mean start the violence? or? <laughs> Just uh, it, it probably just means he's going to sit back and watch. Well, uh, from what we've heard, the Supreme, or the Supreme Court justices um, are probably better protected right now than they were even two weeks ago. Um, they probably, not probably, I know that they knew that the decision was going to be released today. So you know for a fact that they have their protective services around them, you know, because they had, Congress had already talked about giving them more protection and uh, making sure that they are protected, which, you know, they should be because yeah. of some of the stuff that happened at their their homes. I would hazard a guess that they are not even in, in Washington, D.C. Uh, you know, I, I should also point out to uh, anybody who wants to do some harm to the uh, Supreme Court justices that after an opinion has already come down, it's not going to do you any good whatsoever. No, not, not going to change. Not going to change a thing. Not going to do it. Uh, Wayne writes in, uh, email mike at kby.com. Thankful for today's constitutional uh, originalists on the court. Two very clear examples in the last two days of doing what the Constitution says and not what you want it to say. If you don't like the rulings, then you do work to change the Constitution. We have that right. If we do not use an originalist interpretation, then our Constitution is meaningless as it just reflects the latest opinions. By the way, abortion is still legal and available in many places in the United States. Sheldon wrote in to say we have an epidemic of gun violence that vastly outweighs any other country, yet the answer is to add more guns to the equation. Transgender people are discredited and held back because they aren't living the way others think they should be living. 
Now reproductive rights are taken away from women. The uterus is now regulated more so than a gun. The United States is now a dystopia. That's uh, Sheldon. Although I don't remember anything in the Constitution that uh, guarantees anything with your, your, your uterus. Maybe I haven't read it very closely. I don't believe the word uterus is actually in ever, the Constitution. Ever mentioned? Yeah. yeah. 208-336-3700. I could, I could probably give you a long list of uh, <laughs> books and pamphlets that do not have the word uterus in it. Pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless uh, if you want to get through. Final chance to do uh, just that uh, until Nate Shulman's show this afternoon or uh, when we come back Monday. Uh, but uh, once again, we're live at Deja Brew Bistro. If you want your tickets, final 15 minutes to get your free tickets to Jackson's Country Stomp tonight. I still have have some left, and uh, we're going to give you a chance to get those here before 10 o'clock if you want them. They are free right now. Just tell us you heard it on KBOI, and we will give you your tickets to that concert tonight. More of your phone calls and emails coming up. KBOI News Times 946. For your Google Play, simply say, Hey Google, play 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Move along. Nothing to see here. Nothing going on today. No news. Take out for the weekend early. Why, why is it always Thursday and Friday seem to be the big, busiest news days? Why can't they do this on Monday? So we have all week to talk about things like this. That is a good question. I mean, I'm surprised they didn't uh, release this just right at 5 o'clock I kind on, of, on, on the East Coast. Like, I suspected like, that that was exactly like, what was going to like happen. Like so many things uh, that happened. Yeah. yeah. Um, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless, Deja Brew Bistro. Just to give you a heads up, kind of Deja Brew Day. Our sweet deals on sale right now. You haven't missed out. This is the good news. There are less than half left. I think they're down to around 40 of the Deja Brew Bistro gift certificates. $50 worth of gift certificates for only $25. So if you had forgot about that, didn't set your alarm to remember, go to KBOI.com right now. Click on that sweet deal link, and you can still take advantage of that $25 offer. Um, you get $50 gift certificate right here from where we've been broadcasting live this morning for our hometown breakfast, brought to you by Cloverdale Plumbing. Let's see. Um, Donna says, guns have more rights than women, according to the Supreme Court. So... Donna, not a fan of the uh, ruling, I'm guessing. Mm -hmm. Not true, but... <laughs> not, really a, not really a guess. But. Uh, Kenny, uh, thanks for being patient this morning from Meridian. Kenny and Meridian, good morning. You're on Newstock KBOI. Good, good morning. I'm like with that one lady. I'm getting the hell out of town. I'm going up to the mountain. Hopefully this... <laughs> craziness? Real quick, you know? So yeah. you, th you, think, sir, you think things here, here in Idaho are going to get crazy? You know, you got a lot of crazy people moving in. I'm one of them, but not that crazy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the first step is admitting it. So thank you, Kenny. Appreciate the phone call. Yeah. Uh, thank and, you, guys. You'd be blessed. Uh, enjoy, enjoy your trip out of town this weekend, apparently. There's two people who are leaving for the weekend because they fear the craziness that's going to happen because See, the, of the only place, Roe versus Wade being overturned. The only place I wanted to get out of was Dodge, and since I don't live there, I'm just going to stay home. I, I don't think you're – I mean, there could be protests here in Boise. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think you're going to see violent protests here in Boise. And part of that reason is because there's too many people who own guns in Idaho. Let's see. I got uh, an instant message from uh, Liz, and uh, uh, Liz is actually with the uh, Idaho Academy of Family Physicians. So this basically is their reaction to it. They said the U.S. Supreme Court recently announced 
a decision that overturns nearly five decades of abortion rights protections. In the face of this change, the Idaho Academy of Family Physicians is committed to supporting patient care, health care access, and the integrity of the patient-physician relationship. And, of course, all those things are good. IAFP is deeply concerned about how the recent decision of the U.S. Supreme Court could limit an individual's ability to make their own reproductive health decisions in consultation with their medical provider to improve the health of patients, families, and communities. Everyone must have access to the full range of health care services. And it, it goes on, but that's basically the gist of it. They're not entirely happy about it. Mm-hmm. For those of you uh, who missed us uh, talking about this a little bit earlier, the uh, decision, Idaho has a trigger law. And so basically 30 days from today, that uh, trigger law will go into effect that restricts abortion here in the state of Idaho. Um, the restrictions in Idaho are six weeks. And the charges do not go against the person seeking the abortion by the way. So a woman is still allowed to get an abortion in the state up to six weeks, and if they want to get an abortion outside the state after six weeks, they're still allowed to do that without any repercussions. Yeah. The repercussions come to the health care providers who um, get charged with a crime and could lose their license on a first offense up to six weeks. They could go to uh, jail, uh, prison for two months. Um, but that, that's basically what that says. Nate Shelman will talk more about this this afternoon. Thank you once again for being a part. We still have a minute to go. We still have a minute? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were wrapping me up. No, no. Like, okay. I'm, I'm pointing to this one. Uh, Jane has written in. Jane says, I had an abortion when I was 16. I was on BC, birth control, scared. I had no idea what I was going to do. I loved my BF, boyfriend, but not enough to marry. I was a first-generation college student, and my parents had worked their whole lives to help me. I didn't know what to do. I had my personal reasons to do what I did. I have kept that secret, but I know I would have changed many lives. I live with the guilt, but I know my life, family, boyfriend, and baby would be different until you are in that situation and feel hopeless, and then that, that was all of it. Thank you for the uh, email. Appreciate it. As I mentioned, uh, Nate Shellman will talk more about this on his show this afternoon. Uh, I'm sure you'll be able to weigh in. We'll be giving you updates throughout the day. Fingers crossed we don't see any of the mostly peaceful protests. I'm being sarcastic there. Actually talking about uh, violent protests. Haven't heard of any as of yet, so that's good news. Um, Bullet, I, I am bulletins off, as they happen. I am off uh, next week, as a matter of fact. I have a, my, my mother-in-law's funeral is Monday, but I'll be off on vacation. Chris, you'll be in with Rick Worthington mm-hmm. uh, next week. Uh, you guys have yourself a great week, and uh, thanks for being a